Hello, users. I'm Mimi. And I'm Nafisa. And you're listening to the Decode Podcast. If you're new, Decode Podcast is a user experience design podcast that embodies the design world from undergraduate UX students' perspectives. Decode Podcast focuses on creative topics and how it affects our everyday lives. The podcast hopes to aim for distinctive designers' POV and producing UX design conversations in fun and casual language. If you're a regular user to our podcast, welcome back and thank you for tuning in. Simra is still on a break, but don't worry, she will be back. But for this episode, we have one of my closest friends who also has a podcast called Retweet Podcast, so be sure to check that out. So everybody, please welcome Dina. We've been girlies since grade 12-ish, kind of. Well, we've known each other since grade 12, but we didn't, we started becoming close what after grad basically nearing yeah. the end of grade 12 yeah yeah and we bonded over like zane same one direction, direction. <laughs> and we we always give each other music recommendations too so for this episode we will be talking about the music industry from our point of view the history of streaming platforms concert experiences and overall how the world of ux is catered within music so to start us off, the infamous feud, are you guys team Spotify or team Apple Music? I am team Spotify. I was team Apple Music for a long time just because I grew up using iTunes and I feel like the interface was so reminiscent of that. Mm-hmm. But I have recently switched over to Spotify and I have to say it is a lot better. Spotify is that girl. I'm also team Spotify. But yeah, the switch between iTunes to Spotify was really hard because Apple Music and iTunes, they do have the better interface, but Spotify has the better algorithm. Ooh, right. I'm, I'm going to have to say I'm team Apple because um, I've tried Spotify a couple of times. Actually, I've tried more than five times on different occasions because a lot of my friends tell me oh you should get Spotify I want to see your playlist let's share playlists and and all that stuff and I I honestly tried and it really sucks if you don't have premium oh yeah (laughs) you listen to like three songs and then it just be on shuffle for the next like it it really sucks when you don't have premium and I was kind of like you know I've been an apple gal for a long time and I wasn't really ready to make a financial commitment to Spotify until I tried it. So that would be the only thing that put me off. Also, <laughs> a lot of the music I've listened to, I just could not find it on Spotify, but I found it on Apple. Interesting. Really? I feel yeah. like the thing with Spotify is that at least they have a free version. Like Apple Music doesn't have oh, a yeah. free subscription. So if my friends are a link to an Apple Music playlist I can't listen to it so that's the only issue I feel like they don't have anything for people that just want to try it out unless you just do the free trial which I mean it's it's annoying to like have to switch your entire music library over to something that you're only going to use for three months Mm -hmm. so it's like it's like that meme um damn apple music eating lunch before I do (laughs) (laughs) I know and like even like a thank god for the student discount because during when I was in undergrad I had both for a period of time I used both Apple (laughs) Music and Spotify 
because I had the four ninety nine discount. I was like, okay, like I'm balling. I'm gonna use both. And then I came to the, I came to the decision where I was like, okay, you need to choose one, because I would just like I, I liked having Apple Music because it made me feel like back in the day when you like downloaded albums from LimeWire or whatever. Yeah, it's still it had that same feeling. Whereas do LimeWire. I didn't feel like I owned the music or like, I mean, I obviously don't own it because it's a streaming service, but it felt like my library wasn't my own. I felt like I was just like listening to playlists. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When you download from LimeWire and it's not even the correct song, <laughs> it'll have like pew, 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 DJ Khaled <laughs> or like some random <laughs> DJ doing a remix mm-hmm. on it. And then you listen to yeah. the actual version. And it's like, I've been listening to the wrong version this whole time. But yeah, LimeWire was elite back then. And sometimes it would even be like in the wrong pitch, like maybe a higher pitch because of like copyright or something. And you're like, is this how the music sounded? I'm pretty sure the voice was deeper, but and then you're like, (laughs) (laughs) and then you're like, you know what? I guess this is this is it. This is the song. Yeah. But yeah, I was actually just talking about how like I wish like streaming services kind of had this thing where you can transfer your playlist or albums to other platforms but then that would kind of defeat the whole business model there are Mm -hmm. third-party apps and websites that you can do that because I did that when I made the switch to Spotify I was like there's no way I'm gonna go and find every single song and like like it so there is a way to do it I think it's called play my I don't I forget what it's called but you can transfer playlists through various different streaming services because I did have a period of time where I tried to use Tidal (laughs) I don't know if oh I thought God. I was. I was like, I'm going to use Tidal because they their streaming quality is in a higher resolution. So I was like, I'm going to use Tidal. Tidal's pretty similar in interface to Spotify. Like it, it, it gives me that same energy. But yeah, it's definitely for like music elitists who want to listen. <laughs> to J. Like, Cole. <laughs> who want to listen to like in, in extreme high, high def, hi-fi. And I think if you have like really good speakers and like a really good sound system set up, title might be worth it. But I forget my point. I was talking right? about uh, there is a way to transfer your playlist is my my point. Yeah, because I know on Spotify, it's downloaded music. Like if you go to your settings, I'm currently in Spotify doing this right now. If you go to your settings, I don't know, somewhere. Oh, local files, show local files. And then it shows all of your music you have downloaded on your computer or your laptop, but it mm-hmm. doesn't give that number to stream. It doesn't have the album art cover. Yes! Know. The, the album, album art cover, cover counts. It's like so important. When, I, when you were younger and you had you downloaded it from Limeware, but you had to get the album artwork. You had to and like, you go to oh iTunes, get info. <laughs> get info! it's all about the aesthetics like if it doesn't come with the aesthetics I don't want it exactly period and like another alternative of LimeWire is when you move past LimeWire you go to YouTube to mp3 download <laughs> oh my gosh that, that whole process <laughs> that that three-step process man so I would like find a song on YouTube and let's say the intro or the outro is for some reason longer because it's on YouTube, I would go to the MP3 download link converter, 
download it and then I would right click get info start from this time yeah and from this time <laughs> so much like, work so goes much work into this to listen to one to listen to one freaking song yeah. and we and went it's through, like now we went through it I know and now it's just so easy you just search it up there it is there it is right like we went from recording music from like what the radio onto our little mp3 device before like those apps were a thing or streaming services were a thing or before even youtube was a thing (laughs) and oh my god i actually like remember that what my cousin would used to do when she wanted to set a ringtone or when she wanted to download a song (laughs) in her in her like old like little cell phone it wasn't even a touch screen back then she would yeah. literally like turn on the recording device i gotta record she this would, like, yeah she she would hold it to the to the radio or the tv and she would like tell everyone to shut up and then she would record it and then like stop recording and like she would like just set it up and listen to that like like oh man like I remember that so clearly and it's just kind of funny like that whole experience is just really funny like when you see how far we've come mm-hmm. yeah from Spotify is from... like yeah those streaming platforms were definitely it advanced us to the future because it's so easy to look up a song play it instead of doing all this extra stuff just to listen to it Plus, you don't have to find new music because new music will pop up for you from these mm-hmm. curated playlists or whatever album just dropped on a Thursday, 11.59 at night. So much easier. What other streaming platforms have you guys used? Like, I've used SoundCloud. I like SoundCloud, but I think it lost its peak right after Dina and I graduated high school, like 2016, 2017. That's when I stopped using SoundCloud. And yeah. that's when you, you guys put it out of business. They were like, <laughs> damn. <laughs> they are like, okay, Mimi and Dina stopped using SoundCloud. It's, it's out. Dude, we're over. No, that ass, like, I found, I found so many great artists that are big now because of SoundCloud, like Travis Scott, SZA, and like now I'm their biggest fans. And yeah, it's crazy how far artists have come through these streaming platforms. I for feel sure. like there was just, we we were so obsessed with accessing music for free, right? And so oh, I feel sorry. like when streaming services started to first become in mainstream, I was so against it. I was like, why would I ever pay for music a month to listen to music me too download it for free through limewire or youtube to mp3 yeah but then it finally got to a point where i was like i actually can't keep up with everything Mm -hmm. because like as you grow older you have less free time to like just sit there on the computer all night and download stuff on limewire and change the freaking album artwork (laughs) (laughs) change the duration of the time (laughs) Yeah, like who has time to be doing all of that? So eventually, yeah. like I feel like when I first heard about the streaming platforms, I was like, hell no. I'm going to stick no, yeah. to my free stuff. I'm going to stick to SoundCloud. But then SoundCloud had to ad- eventually adapt to streaming. And so they have their own streaming service right now called SoundCloud on the go or something like that. And so I feel like SoundCloud as a platform, just it wasn't what it used to be because it used to be this place for free music right like yeah. it was all free 
and it always was so I feel like that was a big change where it was like okay now SoundCloud's actually only going to let you preview songs and if you want to hear the whole song you have to go and subscribe to their streaming service so I feel like that was the downfall of SoundCloud for me definitely the yeah it's their own shit because it's they preview it for like what 10 20 30 seconds or something it's like damn like i I want soundcloud to listen to free music Mm -hmm. right and that's like the platform for artists to to really get themselves out there back then now it's other outlets like tiktok but yeah soundcloud was the thing back then for me for us because like like dina i was so against buying music like if like I could go a dollar twenty nine for a song, a dollar ninety nine. Scam. That's literally a scam. When I could go to the mall and hear it in the hallway, and you want me to pay <laughs> a fucking double double when to the, listen to the, the song. Nabisa's cousin could record it from the radio. <laughs> exactly. What do you mean? Oh, I have to pay two dollars. I could I could walk right into Zara and just listen to the song for free, <laughs> <laughs> or like on YouTube. Like, come on come on yeah I that was great I mean I could buy back then I could buy a physical album from like the store but that's when I didn't have a phone or an aux cord I would Mm -hmm. only have a cd player in the car that I could just like put in that was fine but a dollar 99 for a song I was so against it that I purchased a spotify membership in like 2017 I was like what four years ago yeah And yeah, like the thing with streaming is like right now, now I feel like you can't really get away from it. Like there's no way that I would go back to the way that I used to do it and like download albums. And like, that just feels like so much freaking work. So I'm going to pay the $5.99 or whatever Spotify is after your student, I think it's $9.99. I will pay that just to like save my own time, but it does feel like I don't necessarily own my music. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I feel like I had, when I downloaded music, I felt more ownership over my library. And I felt like, yeah, okay, like this is my music library. Like I'm always going to have these songs. I'm always going to, like, I would never want to lose that. That's such a big collection of memories and, and like me going through life and stuff like that. But with Spotify, I feel like what happens if I just stop paying for this? Like, is all of my like 7,000 songs gone? Like, how does that work? right so I feel like that ownership piece I I feel like I've lost I feel less and I feel like less control over what my library like you know what there was a little bit of pride in like getting your album artwork and like making your library look nice but now I feel I don't have that like I'm like making playlists and changing the covers and you have that kind of aspect but it's it feels a a little bit less like it's yours yeah like I agree and like I think that as we get older and we have less time we just end up like we just want to pay for the convenience right of just downloading music instead of going through that whole trouble that we had to with the with LimeWire and the mp3 converters and stuff like that (laughs) but yeah I miss that ownership of music it's the same thing with Netflix like we used to just I mean I still use one, two, three movies. <laughs> same. Like, I use same. it. I use primewire.ag <laughs> to watch Love Island. <laughs> but like Netflix just made things so much more convenient for us because you don't have to click all those stupid ads. You click it the exactly. wrong way. The wrong X. <laughs> yeah. And then it takes you to a pop-up, dark patterns, y'all. 
And then oh you're on link site. It's just like, what is happening right now? It gets you like to like five different ads and like your computer is just spazzing out. And it's like now your IP is on the black market. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of funny how like we've we've gone from that to like, okay, no, like I have to, I need this convenience in my life or I just can't keep up with it. Yeah, like when Netflix yeah. was becoming more of a thing, people were like, yeah, I watched that on Netflix, but you pay so-and-so much money each month when you can literally go on one, two, three movies mm-hmm. or watch it, but then the resolution is bad. It's it's going back to that extra, extra things. Mm-hmm. Like, even, yeah. like people pay to watch Mulan on Disney+. Plus. <laughs> and also, the, let's not, t- like, let's not, forget about the viruses that you can get from like one wrong click (laughs) well honestly like yeah I kind of I feel like like I love Netflix and all but I would never pay for it and I say that only (laughs) because I say that only because I'm literally freeloading in somebody's account right now and I've been freeloading on that account for like the past what three four years (laughs) yeah and and there's like I don't even know whose account it is. Like, that's the funniest part. Like, I definitely <laughs> don't. And, like, I know my friend is on it. And a couple of other mutual friends are on it. And then a couple of co-workers are on it. And then the co-workers' families are on it. And it's just really funny. And I think the last two weeks, there was, like, a spike in, like, everyone using it at the same time. So there was, like, a device limit. Mm-hmm. And we're just like, somebody needs to get off. But we can't even tell... <laughs> We can't even tell them because we don't know anybody on this account. And I'm not getting off. Somebody and I'm not getting you off. To get off. Yeah, I yeah. ended up. I I ended up removing someone's device. As you should. From... It's not even. Yeah, like... Shout out to shout out to my sister, the backbone of this family, paying for the Netflix <laughs> membership. Matthew, one of our friends, he gave me his Disney Plus account. Um, just so I could watch the finale of WandaVision but I barely use it I don't know I don't really use Disney Plus that much just because like if I want to feel nostalgic I'll watch like That's a Raven, Hannah Montana, Sweet Life on Disney Plus Mm -hmm. but like I haven't been feeling that for a while but going back to music it's it's like it's wanting to be a part like kind of FOMO in a way so when we see videos of Tomorrowland, Coachella. It's like I want to go, I want to be a part of them. And then you look at the prices and then the flight or the transportation getting there. And then you have to find a place to stay at. And then you gotta, you know, survive. So you have to eat food and invest in a lot of stuff just to experience this festival. But also it's kind of unless you have the money for it, it's kind of once in a lifetime chance almost especially now with mm-hmm. COVID, because they would have to delay a lot of stuff as well yeah I used to be like obsessed with Tomorrowland like, since I was the age of 16 or 15 like they would release those promo not those promo videos but like I guess the previous year videos like every year mm-hmm. and I just watched them and I'm like oh my god I literally want to be there one day and I just hated how it has to be at like all the way across the is it Germany the world. or Switzerland? Is it one of those European countries? Yeah, it's in one of those European countries. 
and then like yeah like oh, you said Belgium. like the cost is so freaking expensive it really is like a once in a lifetime sort of chance and people really go there like just for the experience like you're paying for the whole experience to meet new people to listen to music to dance to just go stupid go crazy <laughs> <laughs> they make rave friends and they trade <laughs> rave bracelets and everybody's yeah, sticky bracelets yeah everybody's oh my sticky with their fishnets and shirtless but they're having a good time they're having judge. a good time they're having a good time and like i wish that was me um, same yeah watching those videos like even coachella too uh i mean i feel like everybody wants to go to coachella because one lineups are so important Two, it's just the hype of it of seeing all of these celebrities there Mm -hmm. to the point that even some festivals goes to crop like fire festival do you remember (laughs) that dina yeah the sandwich the scam (laughs) the scam with ja rule (laughs) and i think it was like so big to the point that laws change I don't know if that's correct but like now if a business pays you to promote something on your social media you have to hashtag it ad or sponsor or paid promotion if nobody knows what fire festival is it's on Netflix and if you don't have Netflix go on one two three movies Honestly, yeah, Mimi Mimi showed me like the sandwich, the really pathetic looking lunchbox thing. And I was like, no way, this can't be real. Like it couldn't have gone this big and it's real system. Like it looks yeah. like it was so overhyped. Yeah, like it was it so was, overhyped yeah. that at the end, like they just couldn't deliver. They really couldn't deliver it. Because yeah. of the hype, it was promoted by all of these famous models like Kendall Jenner. Bella Hadid, some Victoria's Secret models. But these were basically flying these models out on vacation, them taking pictures, them getting paid to promote this festival. And then when the festival actually came around, they weren't there. They were just paid to take pictures and post it. I mean, good for them getting their money. But also, yeah, the people running the festival couldn't deliver. If, if you look up fire festival, fire spelled F-Y-R-E, it literally looks like a dystopian movie. I'm like actually going to look this up right. I'm going to look this up right now on my hoarding Netflix account. Yeah, add it to your list. It's hilarious. But what concerts have you guys all been to? Dina and I have been to some together. But Nafisa, what concerts have you been to? I've been to a few when I was younger, I've been to like One Direction's concert. Honestly, oh, the best time of my amazing. life. Amazing! It was it was at the peak. It was at the peak of my obsession. And let Wait, me which, tell you, which tour is it? Uh, they came to Dubai once, but it was after like Zayn left. Oh, that honestly, that really sucked because everyone was looking forward to Zayn. Yeah, but like it was still so good. It was like. Oh my god, it was like a dream. It was freaking awesome. And I don't know, like like the concerts in Dubai, they're not like international, international, but like there are like famous people who tour. So like I've been to like Justin Bieber's. That one was a total flop. That was like really, really bad. 
like was it like when jb didn't convert to christianity or something i don't know but like he was so like his energy on stage was not it like he didn't even want to sing i, I don't think he sang like he just lip synced and it was yeah. just it was just so bad i don't know like it was like a really bad experience like there was no energy in his performance and like he just didn't want to be there but then that was kind of that was kind of how should i say it? like i guess i can see why because it was so damn hot and it was like an open concert and like obviously in dubai it's summer so mm-hmm. like anyone would be like sweating balls and just not have a good time like a lot of a lot of crazy fangirls just got heat stroke and like they had to be like rushed out of, <laughs> out of the concert <laughs> so like yeah like that was kind of like just not it and then I've been to, I've been to a couple more like they're called Red Fest in Dubai and it's basically like a few artist lineups like multiple artists and I think I saw my favorite idols like John Newman, The Lumineers. There was Rita Ora, but like she's not mm. relevant anymore. <laughs> Rita Ora. And then there is then I went to I'm trying to remember I don't know these were a while ago like when I was in my create like when I was in my most social peak life as a teenager mm-hmm. where I just go out and go to concerts every year but yeah so far that's all I remember I did really want to go to like other concerts like Guns N' Roses and Sam Smith but I couldn't go because I couldn't afford it and I had or I, I had that. no transport like my parents didn't want to drop me there yeah. I'm just a dependent that. teenager it's another struggle especially yeah, whenever another... an artist you want to see and they're far like when we were younger it was hard to be like can I go to Toronto even though it's two hours away I mean now that we're older we're able to do that the worst part about it is like now that we're older and we have like so much freedom we can't even go to the concerts we wanted because of COVID yeah Plus, I know. Uh, which, because like so many artists are still selling tickets, but it's it's not going to be the same experience. You're going to be standing separate from other people. There's going to be no mosh pit. I mean, which is good for everybody's safety. But when you think of a general admission concert, like you're sweaty, you're next to people. You're trying to stand on your tippy toes because somebody who's six foot six is in front of you. And you have bad eyesight. But like that's the part of the experiences. And general admission concerts are always end up being my favorite one. Like Dina and I went to the Brockhampton concert. I think it was back in 2018 during the peakest of their peak. Mm-hmm. And that was a general admission concert at Rebel in Toronto. And the way we started from the back on the side moved up. And then we get to Kevin Abstract is in front of our face. It's you, I feel like that experience or experiencing that in the near future won't be in the near future. Yeah, I wonder how concerts are going to start opening up again. Because I, I have I have concert tickets for November for a gender cut. Yeah, so it's Thundercut and it, it's a general admission concert. So I just wonder with like public health regulations and seeing where we are at in Ontario at that point, how they're planning to do it. Because 
I mean, you can look at the United States, I guess, as an example of what's been happening because they are yeah. so much further along in their reopening. I mean, they, they've never really closed, if we're being honest. <laughs> so they're, they're like having different. concerts. I'm just like, how is this like happening right now? Because so much of what you said, Mimi, like the experience of general admission concerts is being so close to other people, the sweatiness, the mosh pits all of that and so in the context of a public health crisis it just it's interesting it to doesn't see. hit i and, know and the tickets are way lower it's more than half of what they would usually sell too right Ugh. it's like you oh my god it will be so hard to see your favorite artist next time because the amount of tickets will be lower but the prices will definitely be higher Mm-hmm. especially resale yeah and like so much of the concert experience is like the kind of community of it you know what I mean like especially with artists like Brockhampton or or like Travis Scott or or those types of concerts where they have such a cult following with their fan base the concerts are nuts like they're literally nuts so it's hard Dude. to not have that aspect Remember we went to the Travis Scott concert and we literally have the worst seats in the entire place, but we still had a good time. <laughs> it was the vibes. It was the vibes, baby. No, so we we saw Travis Scott March 2019, I believe, in Toronto. We were late. We missed the opening act. I think it was Gunna and Sheck West, but we got there. Travis Scott was just starting. We literally have the worst we literally took 20, 30 minutes trying to find our seats in the whole place, but we found it. We told people to move because they were in our seats, but we still had a great time, even though Travis Scott looks like an ant from our eye- eyesight, but it was still a good time. And it's just like a part of that experience. And it's, I've always wondered, like I lose sleep over this. How will concerts be regulated? because of COVID. I've always wanted to do a passion project on that, but it's like, where do I even start with that? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look at examples of places that have been doing concerts. I think probably like Australia. Yeah. Uh, Some clubs in the States. Definitely. (laughs) It's just like hard to look at the States as an example of anything (laughs) because, you know, it's the States. It's just they're scary over there. Florida, the states baby. is like the states is like the example of what not to do during a health crisis. Yeah, <laughs> during a pandemic, let's just leave everything open. People like <laughs> have a very individualistic mindset, right? It's like fend for yourself. Our economy is going to be open. We want these things. Like, I have a cousin in the states who has been at the club for the entire <laughs> pandemic. I'm like Ohio doesn't have restrictions what's happening what even goes on in Ohio what is going on in Ohio or like Florida I mean Florida we can't have conversations about Florida Florida is like a whole nother like dimension it's the twilight zone I don't know what's going on over there yeah it's yeah don't yeah let me look at um Australia and New Zealand for that type of stuff even China too they're out and about fine they're doing fine 
but back to concerts the one direction concert was one of the best experiences of my life oh me too so good and i was very thankful that i spent all my little mcdonald's money i worked at mcdonald's in high school i saved up all my money and i bought really good tickets like I think I was in the 18th row but I was beside the stage like because they had you know how they had a catwalk so there were seats that were beside the catwalk and our seats were very close to there so and that's I think that's the closest I've ever been at an arena concert or I think it was in a stadium actually yeah once with seating I think it was a stadium I think it was the Rogers one yeah I think we were at the same we were at the same concert, mm-hmm. but we didn't, we weren't chilling back then. <laughs> yeah, we weren't, yeah, we were, we weren't we were, besties back then. So <laughs> we weren't besties yet, but that concert was literally nuts. It was amazing. Incredible. Never been done before. Never can ever be recreated. And it was when excellent, went, extraordinary, perfect. It was like, when I Harry wore like a bandana. Do. I was like Unifisa, like I was really in my fangirl bag at that point. Like I was in there like swimwear, like that was the peak of my, I really thought me and Zane were having moments. I was just like, okay, this is, <laughs> this is ridiculous. Let's stop Gigi, move over. Parade. Like clearly we're in love with each other. Let's I'm living, me. I'm living my Wattpad fan fiction moment right here, <laughs> I right am now. YM. <laughs> that one model that they use in every like fanfic picture and it's like her blonde hair i'm just yeah. like yeah i am yn emerald green eyes <laughs> her, sorry not even eyes they would go like her ocean blue orbs <laughs> orbs oh, <my> <laughs> oh yeah but that concert was so good oh my goodness wow <sighs> yeah one direction they they're never coming back let's be honest they've been on hiatus for so long um harry's doing good zane's doing good nary uh not nary niall in my opinion is underrated liam a flop louis a flop <laughs> with children sure. out of five of them are fathers oh yeah. my god <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Like you're, you think you would marry one of them, and now they're fathers. I know. That's crazy. Zayn is clearly doing the best for himself. And Harry in the in the fatherhood in the fatherhood realm, he is married to a supermodel. Are they married? I don't even know. But do you guys remember Cody Simpson? Tony Simpson vaguely. Cody Simpson. Oh my god! Yeah, I did. Australian JB vaguely i do i feel like they had their burnout he had his burnout or something like he was really popular for a good hot second yeah he dated um Gigi and like apparently kylie i think he dated miley but now he's trying to go to the olympics or something and because there was a covid breakout in tokyo there won't be spectators during matches i guess I mean, at least if we'll come watch it on the tv that at least is gonna give me something to do that's true yeah. i don't olympics, have any pride for sports olympics, but like i'll watch it but the olympics have like a hold on immigrant families like i don't know why but 
our families love the Olympics. Dude, even FIFA, the World Cup. Yo, FIFA, World Cup. Oh my god, dude, it's like, like yeah, is it like the? I hate getting wrapped up in that. Like Italy versus England in football, soccer. I don't even know. Are you guys team England or Italy? What'd you say, Dina? Is the Olympics this summer? Yeah, it's like the end of this month, I think. Wow. In Tokyo. Yeah, because it was supposed to be last year, but because of COVID, they had to move it this year. Isn't that crazy? Like, the Olympics has been a thing since the Greek mythology, since Zeus has been alive. And then now, because of COVID, they have to move it a year. And I don't think it ever, like, broke that timeline until COVID. I don't know. No way. What about the plague? What about all yeah, the... Yeah, I was just thinking... Yeah. <laughs> 14th century plague the, the 17th century plague what about the, what about during those time i didn't know the olympics existed that far well i don't know uh, actually, fact check me on that <laughs> i'm just speaking crap it's just <laughs> brainstorming spitballing <laughs> nothing is Honestly, I have z- <laughs> before news. any before any of y'all's believe us please fact check Mm-hmm. yes i agree or maybe yes. trust us crazy just just trust us yeah but yeah i'm us. definitely ga concerts over arena concerts stadium concerts it just ga concerts hit differently if you want to blow a bag to be really really close in a stadium then go for it i mean the one direction one no regrets it was like a lot of money ridiculous amount of money but no regrets but if it's something it's you really love, you'll probably have a good experience. Like, if you're yeah. on the floor to see Miss Ariana, like, you're going to have a good time. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, I wanted to see Ariana because she was in Toronto two summers ago. Dina and I saw SZA. We bought meet and greet tickets. Saw her front row. She remembered Dina's energy in the crowd. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> SZA's DJ trying to slide into Dina's DMs. <laughs> When we already went back to London. And we were also, like, young. Like, we were kids. I'm sorry. I'm, like, 2017. Um, But we were, like, so lucky with that concert. Like, I don't even know what... Because I think we bought the tickets before Control even came out. Because we were big SZA fans before. We were SZA girls. We were SZA girlies. Um, And so it just so happened that she released Control and it's like this iconic album. So we were just so like, I'm, I'm so happy that we got to go and we got to meet her because I'm sure if she goes on tour right now, it's not going to be in, it's not going to be at Rebel, baby. It's going to be in an arena. So we got (laughs) got to see her before she like blew up to the extent that she has now. I love Sissa so much. People who call her all these mean things, please stop. Because she will literally stop making music if people keep bullying her. And I don't want her to stop making music. Didn't didn't it come out on Twitter that she she like is a pathological liar? <laughs> yeah, but like let her lie. She lied about not having a TV, but it's like, okay, that's the littlest thing anybody could care about. Yeah, like, I mean, technically, if she doesn't watch TV, then she doesn't have a TV. <laughs> Yeah, really a lie. <laughs> it's math. Like who, like, watch, who watches TV these days? Yeah, you're right. Honestly, yeah. If a man lied, we would let them. 
Let's talk about it. If that. a woman lie, let's talk about it. Now it's a problem. Let's discuss it. <laughs> let's discuss or, it. Or like people would make fun of her vocals, which like <laughs> Yeah. Which is first of all, I don't even know what half of anybody is saying. So like why do I care that she's no, saying they would Gucci that, like, stuff? Isn't good. Like remember those videos that would come out? I think it was during like I don't know, probably after the control tour was completed, but sh- there would be videos of her like not hitting notes and like stuff like that. Oh, like her live singing? Yeah. Yeah. I don't care. I'm still a SZA fangirl. She is so talented, but everybody just wants to focus on the bad things. Yeah, you know what? You're right. You're right. Actually- like, like, Georgia Cat Gate. Hashtag I think it comes with. <laughs> I was gonna say like I think that comes through with like every artist like everyone's got something bad to say about every like no matter how good an artist is like they could be like per- pure perfection but there's always gonna be haters out there yeah I'm coming out as a Justin Bieber hater I'm I'm one of them me too after that one concert I think like <laughs> <laughs> he ruined he ruined my whole concert experience like it really made me think like do I want to go to another concert ever again <laughs> you know Justin Bieber and I were born in the same hospital St. Joseph's London Ontario Canada you were born in St. Joseph's yeah oh my god twins us and Justin Justin Bieber what what concert did you go to of his like what year was it yeah which album yes uh, which era of it- JB it was, I think it was 2017, 2018, the, so the, I feel like, his breakup or something. Yeah. I think he was going through, he was going through it back I then. I like seen him, like, My World, My World 2.0 era, I would like have lost my mind. Oh, that, for for sure, I would have lost like, my mind too. But, like, I feel like I went to the co- concert where he, he was at his, like, slump or something. I think yeah. he's still at a slump. I don't know. Like, now his music is really... I think he's... Like, he got he's his going through. up in Georgia. Is that what he's saying about? I don't even know. He got his peaches know. up in Georgia. Something up in the north. In California. weed in California. And then he, he, he says something about yum. That yummy. Yum, yum. Yeah, you got that yummy. No, honestly, like a K-pop group can make that same song and then every girl will like it. But okay, this is where I come to Justin Bieber's defense. But Justin Bieber makes that song and then everybody hates it. The yummy but song? The K-pop, yeah, but like if a Asian boy group did that song, it would be a really big song. Yeah, if BTS it's made that song. It would be number one right now. It'd be number one on Let's the talk about it. Let's Y'all talk about it. Y'all trying to come for BTS? Guys, you're going to get doxxed. <laughs> this is not BTS. Right I'm just... Uh, <laughs> no, this is not. <laughs> Please don't contact my employer. Please don't contact my school. This is not this slander. Is not. I promise you. This is not BTS slander. This is don't not. Worry. I'm just doing a quick comparison. I'm going to go um, get those chicken nuggets. Okay? No. I'm going to go buy those chicken nuggets right now. I think they just released a music video. Let me stream it for you guys. I will. You know what? The BTS girlies, they have the COVID vaccine. They had the COVID vaccine before Pfizer and Moderna. Like, I'm sorry. (laughs) They did. 
One Direction was still popping right now, it would be the One Direction stands having that. It really <laughs> would. Yeah, they'd be really like, we need to get Zane vaccinated. <laughs> Harry needs the vaccine. These bitches would be in the lab. kids need the vaccine. Oh, can I swear on here? Yeah, that's fine. Okay. What other concerts have you been to, Dina? We've been to Travis, Brockhampton, SZA, yeah. 88 Glam. Most concerts J-Rock. I've been to, I've been with you. We went to Alina Beres. Tori Beep. Yeah, Tori Beep. Tori um, Redacted. <laughs> Don't talk about it. Um, I Forehead. To, well, my first concert actually was the Cheetah Girls. Hmm. And, in London? Yeah. <laughs> the Cheetah Girls. I was in grade four. I went with my mom. Aww. And it was fun. I was a Cheetah Girls stan, clearly. That's so um, cute. But I think, like, as a grown-up, I think probably the first... I was in high school, too, but I went to J. Cole when he came to London. And that was also, like, a GA concert. And yeah, it was, like, before he was popping. Yeah, like, he was he wasn't as big as he is now and I was a huge Jake Cole fan at that point so that was like a really great experience for me been to Big Sean I've been to Drake Drake was also when he this was like 2014 I think I was in high school as well yeah you were in your Drake bag yeah I was a big Drake fangirl as I as I should like you know he was he was talented I mean, he is talented, but he just, he's not very good anymore. Drake concert was also like in an arena. So it wasn't like my favorite concert because I was pretty far, but it was like nothing was the same era. So it was uh, good. Yeah. I like the songs. There was par- Party Next Door open for him. Uh, uh, and Miguel yeah. open for him as well. So that was fun. I've also been to like so many random concerts, like, I went to like a rich homie Kwan concert one time. I don't know why. It's because uh, whoever comes to London and they're just, they somewhat oh. have clout, people just go. Daniel Caesar was really good. Oh, yeah. He's like one of the only ones that I've been to that has a slower um, discography. Yeah. Going to a slower <laughs> concert is definitely a different experience than going to like rap concerts and like things that are more upbeat so it's definitely like a different vibe and then Mimi we went to the Magic Jordan concert as well which was oh, really yeah. cool. oh my god yeah. I miss them they're they're coming back I think they're preparing a new album they're making really a comeback excited. yeah Magic and Jordan oh my god I love them so much yeah all right that was a really fun episode it kind of feels nostalgic just thinking back what like the last concert I've been to was Brockhampton after their peak like did it they didn't have a mirror I forgot which album it was it was the one with sugar in it and like sugar blew up but that was the last concert I've been to and that was November 2019 and that feels like a decade ago so this episode definitely feels super nostalgic um we talked about One Direction the interfaces and the experience of using streaming platforms and other stuff to illegally download stuff and um, also how will concerts or in general music in person will adapt because of COVID, especially with the vaccine rollout as well. 
anyways thank you so much dina uh what are you doing later are you tired no i'm i slept all day do you, you want to do something like, like get bubble tea. <laughs> you want to get bubble tea so yeah, cute. Oh. Yeah. You want to get a food baby? Yeah. Okay. I wish I could join. Oh my god. Next time, Nafisa. Uh, Next time, for no, sure. Once Dina, I'm back. Yeah. Dina and I literally live five minutes away from each other, but I haven't seen her since like Sunday, I think. Oh my gosh. Honestly, once I'm back, we're going to go on those bubble tea and sushi runs like five uh, times a week. Let's go. You already know I'm down. Let's go. Also, disclaimer, we use those pirate sites allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> Apparently. Allegedly. It's not confirmed. It's just hypothetical, fantastical, mm-hmm. and I've fictional. Heard of content, but I would never touch them. That whole experience no was very that whole experience is fictional. This is simply a Wattpad fanfic story yes it is not true thank you for having me if you want to check out another podcast at repeat podcast on instagram on spotify and soundcloud and everything yep with lydia i'll get lydia on a another episode as well it'll be lit like liddy thank you dina it's awesome having you here today for our users to be updated, make sure to follow our Instagram page at decodepodcast underscore. We're on platforms such as Apple Podcasts and Spotify, so be sure to leave us a sweet review. Shout out to our lovely team for making this all happen. Chantal, Shannon, Hannah, and Vishal. This podcast wouldn't be complete without you all. We update the episodes bi-weekly. Stay safe and healthy until next time. Thank you for listening to Decode Podcast. See you, users. Bye, guys. Miss you, Simran. I love you, Zane. Bye.